Hello and welcome to the Inner Bitch, Inner Truth podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Jakiri. I'm a naturopathic doctor, acupuncturist, Reiki master, but ultimately an intuitive coach that focuses on the mental, emotional, and spiritual aspects of health. I help women gain the confidence to use their voice and honor themselves via the Inner Truth Quantum Healing Method. I am super passionate about bringing the big spiritual teachings and lessons down to earth in our everyday lives. And this is the journey that I've gone on myself the past seven years and have also been helping other women go through this as well. And this podcast is a place where I share what those insights are and what my downloads are so that it can help you in your life. Because if there's one big overarching thing that I have learned, it's that all that you need to heal is the present moment if you're awake and paying attention. So I hope that from this podcast, you gain clarity, some understanding, and maybe even some emotional healing around some of the things that you are going through. And one last very important thing before we get to the episode, no matter how terrible you feel about how you have been in the past or how you have been even earlier today, no matter how bad you feel about yourself, I want you to know that you are still worthy of love and that the more that you can lean into loving those parts of yourself that you don't like to see, the more that you can do that, the more love and healing and closer you get to your own inner truth. After all, this is the Inner Bitch Inner Truth Podcast. Befriend your inner bitch to reach your inner truth. All right, now let's take a breath together. And relax your jaw, relax the muscles around your eyes, relax your forehead, relax your ears, feel your shoulders drop down and your arms hang heavy, and let your belly out, and feel your energy sink into this space, and know that you can come back here and do this for yourself at any point in time. All right, let's get to the episode. Happy Inner Truth Tuesday, friends. Can you believe we are at the end of 2021 already? I This year went by so fast for me. And in this episode, I just want to share with you the things that I've learned and my biggest takeaways from this year. Because this year is a year that it was really hard. It was really, really hard. There was a lot of changes. Um, I mean, the biggest changes is last December, I graduated from the Master's of Acupuncture program I was in, and I went into the adult world, adulting, and I had always been a student. I turned 30 this year, which was like a whole other thing, Uh, but I turned 30 this year, and it was the first year that I wasn't a student, and that was a very, very hard transition for me. Um, another thing is I was living in downtown Chicago and my lease ended in June, but because we knew we were going to be moving to Colorado in the fall, we didn't want to, um, get another lease. And so we figured, you know what, let's, let's spend time with our parents. And so I stayed, I was staying with Ryan's parents and my parents 
and my baby sister got married this year, which was a beautiful, beautiful time. And because of that, there was all of these different events, and um, I've had other friends get married, and there was just so many different events that happened that I was back and forth between Michigan and Illinois. I was in like Missouri and Texas and Colorado, and I was just all over. It was just a very busy year, and. For someone like me, I have to have my own space. I have to feel grounded. I have to have my practices and I have to be consistent in that in order for me to feel good. Not having my own space, really, um, at least not space that was mine, where I couldn't, I where I it where it felt like my space. I didn't have that. And I also didn't have that consistency of follow through for myself because I felt just so ungrounded and so imbalanced and like traveling for me, like that is something that used to really wipe me out and I've gotten better with it. But like this year it was just my, my cup was low. My cup was very low and I felt like I was just in survival mode for a lot of the year. And I think because of that, it's made me even more hesitant to show up consistently in my business because my business is all about, you know, becoming conscious over your emotions. And I think that where I was this year, I was just so much still in that black and white thinking of I have to be doing things perfectly and I can't have things going wrong in my life if I am going to be guiding other people. And so I basically stopped, like when we moved out in June, I, that's when I stopped the podcast, that's when I stopped going on my social media, and I basically just stopped. I focused on the clients that I had and got you know referrals from other people, but I wasn't promoting myself in any way, and I think that that in itself, I was really hard on myself because you know I committed to this podcast, I committed to showing up, I committed to these things that I wasn't following through on. And it's almost like I had this self-sabotage pattern online for myself where it was like, you know, I'm going to I'm going to do this and it's going to be awesome and I'd be so excited about the project, but instead of actually planning out what all that project would entail, I would share it with you guys and be like, "Yeah, I'm doing this thing." But then I go to do the thing and I realize, "Holy shit, this is this is like way bigger of a project than I can than I than I even realized at the time. And so I was like jumping the gun so quick and I was sabotaging myself because it was like it Sarah, if you would just project plan properly, you would see that you can't accomplish this in the time that you think. And so maybe wait a little bit before you, you know, announce it to the world. That was a really big piece of self-sabotage and another piece of the victim consciousness that I was in is there were people in my life that instead of taking ownership of my responsibility and of what I was bringing to the table, I was blaming them. And I know, I know that this is a sure tell sign that you are uh, that you're not seeing yourself properly. If, if, if you cannot take ownership for something, for being for your part in any sort of upheaval that happens, you are lying to yourself. 
And I swear, it's like, even though other people could be like abusers or oppressors, even though they are that way, there's a piece of you that got into that situation. And it's not, it's not saying that like you deserve to be abused or you deserve to be oppressed. Absolutely not. But there's a like if you're feeling it so strongly like that is telling you something because in a fully embodied authentic empowered person who is in an abusive situation or in an oppressive situation would act differently like they would act empowered and they would not allow that to happen like they would not they would like there would be actions that get taken rather than being like, poor me, poor me, right? So I hope that 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 could potentially be triggering for people, potentially offend people. And I would love to have this conversation more. I think that it's hard for me to fully explain what I'm saying right now uh, without going down a rabbit hole. So if you are offended by this and you want to talk more about it, I'd love to have that conversation with you. Please reach out to me. Um, But anyway, I really realized that I was being that person. I was being that like, poor me, poor me. Um, This person's doing this. They are not respecting my boundaries. Like I'm explaining how I feel, all these things. But what I didn't take ownership was of of, of me putting myself into those situations because I actually wanted their love. I wanted them to accept me. I wanted them to see me. And it's like I was fighting and struggling to be seen for who I was and uh, to be loved for who I am when it's like you can't, you can't, like, you can't go into a relationship with that energy. Like the energy of that is just kind of like, well, you're kind of asking to be trampled over right now. Like, just stand in who you are. And if they like you, cool. And if they don't like you, then distance yourself from them. Like, understand that they are not going to be able to see you in the way that you want them to because they have their own shit that they're dealing with. So I think that that is such an important piece to really understand and I'll have to share more on that because I don't want to hijack this episode with you know all this talk but I feel like that is just a piece that I learned this year where like I victim consciousness is such a little motherfucker really it really is and it it tricks you and so I think that we all have aspects of victim consciousness within us and it's breaking through that barrier that I, I, that's what I'm quote unquote chasing. That's why I'm doing all of this healing work that I'm doing is because I want to escape that victim consciousness. And it's always so funny because when you think you're doing well, like something happens and you get, you're like, shit, like I'm playing victim again. I'm doing that thing again. Okay. Like what is there here for me to heal and to work on? Um, but anyway, That was a really, really big thing this year. Um, And I feel like another big thing that I want to share that I've realized about myself is that I, I am an avoidant person. I, that is my natural tendency. That's my default is to avoid. And as a child, uh, I would be alone a lot and I would just, I, I feel safer when I'm just by myself. And 
I think that I thought I did think that I had healed a lot of this stuff because I I've been on this journey for a while now and I've been I really have been doing so much and I have healed a ton and I have changed who I am like the person I am has changed so much in the past couple years but that just because I've done all of that healing work does not mean that it all just holds and that those lessons are done and completed and I think that this year I really woke up to realizing whoa like there's so much more work for me to do I am not as far along as I thought I was and just because I have so much more work to do doesn't mean that I haven't already done a lot and it doesn't mean that I'm not continuing to heal it just means that I am waking up to more of my humanness and that was a really powerful mindset shift that I've had uh, that happened at the end of the year uh, just recently actually Uh, and that just it feels really really good I feel more free I feel like okay it gives me it gives me hope that I'm not failing which brings me to the next very big thing that I learned this year I learned how to fail and I learned that I learned that failing does not mean that you're a failure and this is something that I think is rooted very deep inside me Um, this wound of unworthiness and I have to succeed and I have to excel in my life and get all these accolades and all the academics all the all of it Um, and I feel as though failing to me was never an option and it's still it's still um, I the way I see failure now is you'll only fail if you stop trying because what I've really learned this year is that the failures are are basically it's the universe being like that's a really great like idea but that's not meant for you at this point in time and and it's not meant for you at this point in time maybe because you have to learn first how to create a stable foundation for yourself right? Like I can't give you what you're manifesting and calling in because as soon as I do, you're going to completely crumble and you're not going to be able to handle it. So that's really what I learned is I have to create a stable foundation for myself in order to succeed in the way that I want to succeed. And the reason why I failed this year is because I energetically cannot hold what I am calling in because of my self-care practices, which That plays into a whole other thing that I'm going to talk about at a different time because I do not want to get sidetracked. Um, Anyway, that shift from just because you failed does not mean you are a failure was huge for me because even now as I'm saying this out loud, it's like when you identify with failing, like I am a failure because this offering didn't work out okay, is that true? Like, am I actually a failure as an identity? Absolutely not. Like, look how far I've come. Look how much I've succeeded at. I am not a failure. That thing that I tried to do failed. It didn't work in the way that I thought it was going to work. And that's okay. 
you know it's it's giving me feedback of ways that I can improve myself and the whole creating a stable foundation for myself is the biggest piece, biggest piece biggest takeaway biggest gift that my failure has given me and I know that that gift is actually something that's going to create long-term sustainable success in the future and really it's like you can't build anything on a rocky foundation anyway right like that foundation has to be solid it has to be strong and that means that I have to focus and hone in on my self-care practices and get my nervous system out of a survival mode and out of that like survival mode aka sympathetic that fight or flight state like I have to tend to my nervous system and do that through self-care practices so this is something that I actually share about in my emotional freedom uh, roadmap and this is the framework that I talked about on the anniversary episode and this is where my work is going and it's going in this direction because all these pieces came together at the end of this year where when I was reflecting and understanding how to become conscious over your emotions. And so I have this entire framework laid out that I am going to spend all of 2020, whoa, all of 2022 working on. I'm going to take the entire year to do piece by piece every couple months and share with you as I finish up these pieces. And basically, I created this free PDF guide of that framework, of that roadmap, of how to become conscious over your emotions and that's called the emotional freedom roadmap it's free you can download the pdf from the show notes which i'm i'm just so excited i'm so excited about this next year i feel as though i finally have this clarity of where i'm going in the projects that i'm going to be working on and i can see how it all fits together and i think i'm i'm such a big per- picture person I have to understand the big picture otherwise the small parts just it's just kind of like why like why there's no motivation behind like doing it it's like I have to see the bigger picture of how it all plays out so that is for 2022 now I want to get into the biggest takeaways that I have from this year based on my own inner work and I'm going to be reading this from my own journal so here we go all right number one Self-forgiveness allows you to come out of a, out of denial. And this is something that I realized because the more that I was giving myself grace and it's like I would do something and I would be so pissed at myself and be like, you know what, Sarah, like, it's okay. It's okay. It's all right that you did this. It's okay that you did this. Like the more I gave room to allowing bad things that I saw about myself, the more that I allowed them to be okay, the more I understood why it was happening or the more that I understood the different dynamics that were happening in my life. And I started to see even worse aspects of myself, to be quite frank, Um, even worse aspects that if I had seen that before my ability to be easy on myself, I would have sent myself down into a shame spiral and it would have been bad so what I've realized is that when we can just forgive ourselves and I feel like there's different levels of self-forgiveness but when we can forgive ourselves we don't have to be scared of ourselves we don't have to be scared of the reaction that we're going to have towards something that we've done it's like it's like our being can show us 
more bad things because it knows that we're not going to be so mean to it, you know? Which leads me to my next takeaway, number two, is you're probably wrong a lot more than you will admit. And that goes into the victim consciousness that I talked about. That goes into me blaming other people and not also taking responsibility for my part in that dynamic. Because what I've realized is that in a relationship, it's a dynamic, it's it's dynamic. It's not just one-sided. There's a role that each party plays in a relationship. And, and if there's any turmoil, every single part of that relationship, every person is playing a role in one way or another. So yeah, I just, I realized, whoa, I probably really am, you know, wrong a lot more than I'm willing to see in that moment. Okay, number three is really, really cool. And it was actually the final piece of the emotional freedom roadmap. And that is dissolving emotions. So this is the takeaway. Emotions are just sensations. And there's a simple, effective way to dissolve them to transmute the energy. This is something that I'm going to be talking a lot more about in 2022. Um, But I just realized it's like, I, I think they're, you know, Instagram played a role in teaching me this, but then also just experimenting with myself. And it's, it's like your emotion that the sensation of that emotion will only last for like 45 seconds physiologically. So it's like, if you can be fully present with that sensation and just, just watch and feel what that sensation is then you're able to be with that sensation for its entire duration. But it's when you resist that emotion and when you resist that sensation, when you feel it and you're like, oh no, I don't want to feel that. When you do that, you're actually creating a block and it's creating that, it's like keeping that sensation stuck in your body. All right, number four, taking responsibility and accountability for your role in a situation will completely change the conversation. And that goes right back to what I was just talking about with, you know, relationship and it being a dynamic. What I found this year is that in my relationships, when I was upset and frustrated, instead of going to the other person and being like, when you do this, it makes me feel whatever. And so I need you to change that. Instead of going about it in that way, I realized if you can go about it in this way where it's like, you know what, I am feeling this way and you know, I'm attributing it to these actions that you had, but I know that it's because I made it mean this and I made it mean, you know, all these things and I took it personally or I did this or I did that. So it's like, it's putting that focus on you on, it's putting the focus back on, you know what, like this is where I'm at in my situation and Yes, I want things to change and to be different, but instead of it being a blame game, it's a growth game of let's figure this out and do this together. And, you know, I don't want to hurt your feelings. I don't want to, you know, compound this, even though I'm hurting right now. 
you know, like I have the intention of this is going to be a growth relationship. And because of that, I want to take responsibility for my role in it. All right. Number five, you determine your life experience through your emotional state and you can consciously choose that emotional state. So if you follow me on Instagram, I talk about this a lot, or at least I have, because this is something that I like harp on so much with my clients. So because it's like they're coming to me to change their life experience, like what they have been experiencing in their life is it doesn't feel good. Like they're not feeling good. So they're coming to me to feel better. So in that it's like, okay, there's what I've realized is that there's judgment placed on the emotions and the things that they're experiencing. And it's that judgment that's creating so much suffering for them. So if you're interested in more about this, definitely check out my Instagram because I have a lot of content there that talks and speaks directly to this. All right. So the sixth takeaway is that self-trust, showing up for yourself and follow through and expectations all go into and play a role in creating a stable foundation for yourself. So I think I wrote this really weird. Anyway, what I learned is that your self-care practices and what you expect of yourself and also like what do you what do you fully show up for? Like what are your expectations? What are you actually taking action on? Both of those things play a huge role in self-trust. And self-trust is the energy that's going to create that stable foundation for yourself. If you do not trust yourself, how can you build anything in your in your world, in your life? You know, you have to have trust with yourself. And if you don't, what then? You know? And I guess I, I, I didn't really think of creating a stable foundation in terms of self-trust until I started to take action and I showed up consistently. And when I did show up consistently, I realized that I was so much more proud of myself. I understood that when I told myself I was going to do something, more than likely, I would follow through. But when I stopped following through on my self-care practices, I realized that I would tell myself I was going to do a project or do this or do that. And I wouldn't get to it. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't follow through. And then that would make me feel like shit. And so that's what really put together oh my gosh, like when I show, when I tell myself I'm going to do something in terms of self-care and um, really just basic living, (laughs) like making a grocery list and going to the grocery store, it's like if I, when I told myself I'm going to do those things and I show up and follow through, wow, does that feel good? Wow. And then I also realized, you know, the expectation that we put on ourselves is normally so high, And it's like, why do we do that to ourselves? Why? Why can't we just be easy on ourselves? So that was a very, very big takeaway for me. And I think there's a lot more, um, quote unquote, downloads and and understanding for me to gain there. The more that I really stabilize that, that foundation, because, you know, like the year I've had, I've been all over the place. And since I've gotten to Colorado, shit has hit the fan over here. I've had electrical issues, plumbing issues, car issues, got COVID, 
Um, like all kinds of things have happened and I feel as though, you know, it's Dece- it's December and I'm just now hitting like a groove for the year, it seems like. So 2022 is going to be, I think, hopefully a lot smoother for me. And I'm hoping that 2022 is going to be a great year for all of us with growth and understanding and just answers, I think. Um, I think there's a lot of things that we just question about where like what's going to happen you know and I feel like I don't know I I haven't done like an an energy and I don't want to like give give too much in terms of the energetics here because I haven't like tapped into that but I don't know I just I, I have a good feeling about 2022 and I'm really hoping that I'm not wrong about that. (laughs) Um, Anyway, I, yeah, like these are my biggest takeaways. I would love for you to share some takeaways that you have from your year. Like, what did you learn? What were your lessons like? And if you're not quite sure, and if you're listening to this, like, wow, I really wish that I had a framework to reflect on this. Well, good news for you. I created a self-guided workshop of reflections and healings of 2021. And it basically goes through the exact framework that I went through for myself. And there's journal prompts. There are audio teachings from me. You know, if you're listening to this podcast, it's kind of like the podcast. And there's also Reiki infused guided imagery meditations. And these meditations are set up to get you into a hypnotic state so that you're able to access your subconscious and understand things in a clearer way, but then also see your potential, to understand the potential that you have for this next year coming up. So it's $27 for this self-guided workshop and the link is in the show notes. So yeah, I just, I really hope that, you know, you gain something. Like I hope that my all like the shit show of a year I've had I hope that it helps you understand your own life better and also if you are feeling these things and you haven't really talked to people about it you're not alone right like you are not alone and I think I make it very clear in most of my work that you know just because I'm I'm the one here with like the podcast host and um, I have you know this coaching business and I'm an intuitive and all these things just because I'm those things doesn't mean that I have all of my shit figured out. And it doesn't mean that like I know all the answers. Like I am a human being just like you doing my damn best every day. And some days that looks like crying for a while and journaling and trying to figure things out, but then realizing, you know what, it's just a bad fucking day and I need to just accept that. So how can I care for myself right now? So All right, I am ending here. I hope that you have a very beautiful and safe new year. Thank you so much for being here with me this year. And I just love you guys so much. So thanks for being here. And yeah, I'm sending you all so much love.